0: We do all this without delving into past trauma, starting yet another food plan, or monitoring every meal. Live a free life aligned with your health and values. If you're ready for something real, you're in the right place. All episodes are 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hello, this is Lydia, the lifestyle coach and we are ending eating disorders using nothing but your brain. And we are talking about binge eating and bulimia and overeating and yo-yo dieting and body hate and food obsession and being able to be all the way completely free to where those things are a complete non-issue. We're not doing band-aids. We're not doing managing it for the rest of your life. We're not doing it as long as I'm on my plan, I'll be okay. Like it's a non-issue. And one of the most beautiful, beautiful things that we get to do here at Life for Lydia is celebrate the real people whose lives have been impacted by that freedom, who have been on this journey where they have tried so much and worked so hard and now have finally found the solution and it's such a beautiful thing. And one thing that I love about our community is that we just have the coolest people. I think the coolest people in the world get eating disorders. And we just have this community of incredibly just grateful and fun and wise people, and I am so, so excited for you to meet one of our incredible grads today sharing her story. She is so much fun. She is a light. She is somebody who has just embraced all of the real process of like waking up, right, of just like waking up to what has been keeping you in these chains and in this cage you know waking up to the ability to get out of that just shown up so coachable an incredible incredible member of our community and i am super super excited for you guys to meet christine hello welcome <laughs> oh, Thank Christine, you. it's so, so fun to have you here today, and I'm really excited to celebrate with you and your incredible story. So why don't we just start off and like just introduce yourself a little bit, tell us a little bit about you, and then maybe go into with your personal story and your struggle with food, like when do you remember it like first popping up, and what was that like for you?
1: Well, my name's Christine, and and um, I know that I've had a dysfunctional relationship with food ever since I was five. I don't really believe a five-year-old instigates that world. I'm 64 now. And uh, I remember being told, are you sure you should eat that? I think you've had enough. You need to lose weight. Why can't you be thin like the other girls? Why don't you look like your cousins? Um, At five years old. Um, If you've ever seen the movie Little Miss Sunshine, I was kind of built like her and she was cute, (laughs) but I didn't feel very cute at five year old, five years old. I was already comparing myself to other girls first grade. I was wishing I could. I went to Catholic school. I was wishing I could wear that stupid uniform and I look like the other girls. I see photos now, and I think, I really wasn't that fat. But the self-criticism and the shame and the the blame and the guilt and the hate was already forming in my brain at five. And then you jump to high school, and uh, thankfully, I'm pretty much a rebel by spirit, because I developed a defense of being loud and proud and... Um, even though probably by nature I'm an introvert, I my, my I became an extrovert to compensate for how I felt inside, to be accepted. I was accepted, I think, by an uh, overzealous personality because I hated myself inside, because I wasn't thin. I really believe I married my high school sweetheart because I thought inside, I thought I'd never get anyone else to marry me. He turned out to be an alcoholic. And really, you know, looking back, he was where I practiced saving myself because I left that world. Um, I made that decision. I've made that decision twice in my life, when I left my first husband and when I joined Life with Lydia. I saved myself. So I just want to like,
0: just... Be in this moment and just say how incredibly just proud of you we are. Like, Christine, that that strength and that practice. And, like, think of all of the incredible yous that you <laughs> chose to be that gave you the strength to make the decision for your freedom multiple times in your life. And that rebel spirit and that, like, really that that knowing even when hating yourself the knowing that you have a strength inside and that it just not like laying down and you know just accepting that okay well this is the way that it has to be like that that heart that knows better yes is something that is so important and it's hard to keep that light going when there's so much hardship and so much darkness. And I just want to really honor you in that and how mm-hmm. for so many years you continued to keep that light in you. I just wanted to thank you, say
1: really so congrats. As you say, I you. receive that.
0: Yeah. That's so beautiful. And I love how just meaningful and prepared you are with your story and thank you. And it's, is wonderful so I just wanted to pop in and say that but yes please like keep going what was what came next for you Christine
1: well you know growing up with those thoughts and feelings um it was really a living hell inside I felt like I was showing up to the world like a representative I I didn't present a true self I didn't know a true self um I've done every diet. I've yo-yo dieted uh, for over 50 years now. I've gained it back and more because none of it was sustainable. None of it was sustainable. I am done with the diet world. Life with Lydia gave me uh, the freedom to be done with the diet world and all its lies and how it's robbed me money, spirit, um, and that I chose this path it has liberated me from all of that Bolt, right? Yes. Yes, yes, I love that. And
0: um, one really cool piece of that is, a lot of times people come to us, and this might've been you as well, Christine, but to like fix a problem, right? It's like, I'm eating out of control. I'm yo-yo dieting. I feel like I'm out of control with food. I'm binging. Yes. It's like, I want the problem to be fixed. And yes, that's a beautiful thing. We totally do that, as you know, like, yes. but it's, it's, it's sort of a, an early on surface thing, even though it seems like the biggest problem in your whole world, it's like, okay, let's get that out of the way. And then it's like you get to wake up to so many things, like, like who you really are and stepping into your power and being able to be in your true light, in your purpose. And it's just been so fun to see all the rest that comes along with, of course, the first thing, getting out of crisis and fixing the problem. But then there's so much more from there. So it's just awesome. Yes.
1: yes. Well, this January, when I had my interview, um, I really felt like I looked into the eyes of someone who sees me. There was no, it was a no brainer. I did think I was joining another way to lose weight. My sole tunnel vision was I want out of this COVID weight. I want out of what I've gained. Um, But I quickly learned that this process has become the most sustainable way to live with peace of mind and joy and to have a life that's free from that hell that i spent over 50 years in the hell in my mind i believed all this extraneous noise i believed it and and i and and that felt like a burden and i truly feel i got my power back like you said and that I could live my truth, that I could be comfortable right now, and not wait for a perfect version of me. Yeah, so powerful,
0: so powerful. And Christine, in that journey, thank you so much for bringing that up. Because, and just so everyone has context as you're listening, the interview that Christine is talking about is a free service that we do called a breakthrough session and that is the first step where you get that foundation of freedom that is literally the first step of the rest of your life and freedom and it is it's such a beautiful beautiful process and like christine says it's like you know to be there with somebody who truly sees you i want to be super clear like we are so committed to the outcome of that freedom And we know exactly what works. We know exactly what doesn't work. We know exactly why this starts and exactly how to end it. And yes, it's who we are, but it's also what will get you the outcome, the principles of this this will never create change. Like shame will never create change. Guilting someone will never create change. Being rude to somebody will never create change. Like, so I want you to understand like, as whether it's in your breakthrough session or whether it's with in our community, we do what works, which is love and acceptance and principles that are based off of truth that actually change things. And so thank you for just sharing like how you felt that because yes, we do care about you and we care about your freedom. And like that part of that is really being there and seeing you and yeah, like having a real conversation and really understanding your truth so that we can serve you best and getting you to the other side of this. It doesn't yes. mean that it's just like an easy chit chat, right? It's like, it's a real, <laughs> real, real conversation but yeah. it's to your freedom and to your outcome. So that's so beautiful, yeah. Christine.
1: It is. I feel like, um, I'm more accepting of who I am now, the good, the bad, and the ugly, the, the wobbly and not waiting for that perfect version. Again, I don't have to be perfect. I don't have to do this perfectly. I also learned, um, to that there's no morality in food. There's not a bad food. I used to be afraid of a banana and, you know, I'm in the fitness industry and I'd show up to a workshop with, uh, Uh, carbs and I'd see other instructors eating bagels and cream cheese and bananas and carb loading. And they were skinny. And, you know, I mean that comparison of what you can eat and I can't, that was just horrible to live with. Or uh, my sister-in-law's coming to visit. I better lose some weight. I I want her to stay. I, 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 Oh, you're looking good. You know, or I'm going to travel and not being the way I would love to be, you know, I'm done with all that. That's I'm done with all that. <laughs>
0: yes, And I want to be clear here that like, what Christine is saying of being able to have your joy right now and to be able to live in peace and acceptance of yourself right now and to do the things that you want right now, instead of waiting for some version of yourself that like, That is always an impossible standard because that's how we stay in the cycle. That's what the eating disorder does. It says, well, you can do everything that you want and eat everything that you want and be who you want to be as soon as you reach this place. And if you ever get close to that place, guess what? The target's just going to move, right? Right. But I want to be clear that being like, this is something that in society, especially as women, we are taught over and over that there is a morality in always feeling not good enough of like not being happy at not accepting yourself, as if we have to beat ourselves up and be unkind to ourselves every single day to mm-hmm. somehow keep ourselves in check, or we're never going to improve, or we're never going to reach our goals unless we just beat ourselves up and hate ourselves. And that is the exact opposite of what actually works. So when Christine talks about accepting herself and having joy and knowing that she doesn't have to be perfect, that is also hand in hand with being the most emotionally, physically, and mentally healthy version of herself. Because those things are not in opposition. Those things are actually one and the same when instead of paying attention to the marketing of the $66 billion diet industry, you actually pay attention to the truth of what actually works. So I want to be real clear about that. And such a beautiful example of that, Christine. Yeah.
1: And you you said it best. It resonated with me when you said once, um, you know, and, and it's true. I've always wanted to be taller. And, and I'm 5'3". And you said, oh, hmm how are you, how is that going to work for you? Are you going to go get surgery and get longer legs? Are you going, and I used to always say, oh, I wish there was a surgery that would give me height, you know? And I'm like, wait a minute here. How, that sounds ridiculous to anybody. Shouldn't all this other stuff sound ridiculous too?
0: That right there, that right there. And let's just let's stay there for everybody. Cause that's so important. It's like we do not wake up every morning and beat ourselves up because of our height. <laughs> like we don't say, like you know, I have no willpower. That's why I'm not tall enough. Like what's wrong with me? I've been trying to be four inches taller for you know decades, and I've never achieved it. And the reason is, is that the message is given to us that your height is something that is determined, and so we don't. We don't stress that. I mean, we might, you know, like wish we were taller at some point, but we don't really beat ourselves up about not being able to do it. And what is not an easy thing to accept because of the society that we live in, but we have a set point weight. And yes, we can drive up and make that set point weight higher and higher through restrictive dieting. It's the number one way to gain weight overall. Um, that's very you know effective for your body. If restriction turns into weight gain. That's, that's an unfun fact that we are not taught very often, but that's the science. But we have a weight. We have a set point weight that our bodies effortlessly will be at. But we're told as a society, especially as women, that if you just try hard enough and are perfect enough and do the right things, you can be whatever way you want. So anyone who is not walking around at supermodel thinness and appearance is not trying hard enough, is not doing well enough, doesn't have enough willpower, isn't a good enough person. And that is insane. That is completely insane.
1: <laughs> insane. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, so beautiful. Christine, I would love to ask you, like, tell me a little bit about what it was like at really some of the the hardest points with the struggle with food. Describe to us a little bit so we can understand your experience of what it was like.
1: Well, the, the, the compulsive thoughts of what am I going to eat next? The planning, either I was starving myself and and counting and measuring and planning and 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 restricting carbs or or I was stuffing my face, like it was playing catch up, and and uh, the waking up and n- not not being happy about the number on the scale, letting a number on the scale torment my mind uh, to where I missed out on everything else that might have been great that day, you know. Um, clothes, always thinking, uh, I got to fit in those size six jeans again, and they're stored in a plastic case under my bed or still hung in the closet. Well, okay. No brainer. There's other sizes of clothes, you know? So, I mean, that we can, we can make jest of it, but the, the pain and the, the hell that it really was, you can't put into words. You cannot put that way to live into words. I just know that through this program I learned I'm not alone. I met met other people with with like situations, with different stories, you know, with diverse backgrounds. and I felt I felt like, oh my gosh, there's a, there's a, a, a connection, there's a oneness. I can't be all me. Why does, why does so many women feel this way? Society's construct on what we should be, that extraneous dialogue, the, the commercialism, the coin, all of that made me feel less of a human being, less worthy. You know, deep down inside that rebel spirit knew I was worthy because I always say I'm worthy because I'm breathing. Deep down inside, I knew I'd get into the, something like this path, that would save me. But no, for those years, for those years, I, 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 all of this really dominated my life in a very negative way, very ugly way. Even how I treated my husband, I put thoughts in his head, I should look like the person I looked like when he met me, I felt like I failed him. When I started this program, I asked him, I got to ask you this. Once I found out what the meat of this program, I said, would you rather have me dieting and getting skinny and, and going through that again, or would you rather have me happy? And he looked at me and he said, it's all I've ever wanted for you. He never even thought half the thoughts I was putting in his head. He never even thought hmm, she's getting a second helping. He never thought hmm, she's looking a little bigger in the mirror. He never thought those things. I was thinking them that was torture. That was torment. The most liberating thing I can say there's a million, but is that my relationship and how I see my husband is just fabulous. Steena, I love that. I love that. And to
0: love oneself and to be able to receive love from others. Yeah. Oh, That's like, that's, big life stuff.
1: That's important. To be able to see that love, to accept that love. I wasn't accepting his love because I didn't love me. I was just like, let's look at that for a minute. because It's such an important concept. There
0: are so many of us that think that we love everyone else, but we hate ourselves. And I know that it's can be a hard thing to hear, but we are limited in how we love and accept love by how we love ourselves. Mm. So you start loving and accepting yourself, you can start seeing the ways that people love you. You can start feeling that in a way that you never could before. You can start giving love to others in a way that wasn't even possible for you before. And what a beautiful thing. And I mean Christine, I love how you have that that support in that you are loved for who you are. Mm. And I want to just acknowledge that not every woman is in that situation. Like either we're, you know, in a situation with somebody who loves you for who you are. And like you said, like there are a lot of thoughts of the eating disorder. That's just, we're putting in their head, right? It's like, oh, this person is monitoring me. And this person is wishing I was thinner. And this person can see that I gained five pounds. And this person, you know, isn't, you know, doesn't love me anymore because of so-and-so. And that could all not be true. They could actually love you, but we're just like, you know putting a cap and a limit on what we can feel and hear and know from that person or i want to acknowledge that there are people in relationships where someone else is monitoring your weight and someone else is saying like well you know what like i don't want to be with this person if you know they're they're whatever size or that you are objectified and you know you're a status symbol and that status symbol has more worth for you know your partner's friends if you're thinner and then it's a relationship dynamic that exists. And it doesn't mean that that's right. Right. And that might be something to question. If you're in a relationship with somebody who is basing your value on your size or your weight or your natural set point, or like if they're prioritizing that over your happiness and your freedom, Mm -hmm. that might be something to consider as well. Red flag. Oh Yeah. Bring that up and acknowledge that. But I'm so happy, Christine, that like, um, you can see the
1: truth in your relationship now. Like, mm-hmm, totally. Wow. How beautiful! It, it's been dynamic. That's been dynamic. You know, I, I feel. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not here to say that I'm completely fixed. I'm here to say that I need to practice. I, I, uh, one, one of your phrases that I love is uh, information is not transformation, and that sunk in even in my yoga practice to where. Oh, I've been teaching yoga for thirty years, and and and, and to change or shift a consciousness, it needs to be practiced. It's a, I always say it's a verb; it's an action word. We must do it. And even to trust, to me, that's an energy that um, was blocked by all of this insanity. Even just to trust, and this program opened the door of a deeper level of consciousness for me to consciousness for me to trust. My body to trust myself a little more because there's where the truth lies. Yes, yes. Oh, I love oh. it. I, I, and Christine,
0: like, I love the parallel with, um, like, you know, all of your years in understanding and practicing and teaching yoga. Like, I'll often use that as an example. Like, no one ever says, like, I won yoga. I've arrived at <laughs> yoga. Yoga's done. I checked yoga off of my list. It's like, no, okay. yoga is always a practice and you have improvement and you have a deepening of your practice, but it's practice, right? Yeah. So it's yes. a beautiful mentality of what freedom is like because a lot of times we're looking to arrive. And I want to be clear like, you can arrive at the place where you have like no. Obsessive thoughts about food, you don't have any compulsions toward food. I'm not talking about like battling that for the rest of your life. But in the the relationship with yourself and your self-love, like that's going to be an ongoing practice. And it's a beautiful thing and it can be a joyful thing. Um yeah, that's so awesome. I love it. So, Christine, anything else about like your your journey and that struggle that you wanted to share today about your story before you um came to the point where you you achieved like this beautiful out of crisis next step and like anything about like before that that you wanted to share?
1: Well, I do feel that there's a a very obvious space in my mind that used to be occupied by that planning, that measuring, but by that food, by that, oh, what's in the pantry, by that, all that crazy behavior. I believe there's space now that I'm more present, I'm more discerning. Um, I I understand a bit my intention um, a, a little deeper. So I think I've been given my power back. Uh, I've had it all along. S- society, a lot of other reasons, have robbed me of that power, and I feel like that space is now available for me to practice with clarity. All that I've learned. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> so awesome. Oh, <laughs> uh, and Christine, we're celebrating with you. You're celebrating, continuing to keep that light glowing, that rebel spirit, so that you could finally, you know, step into the, the solution that would finally end this struggle and put you on the path that you had been waiting to be on. And you have shown up coachable, and you have shown up grateful, and you have done the work and continue to do that practice. And just so proud of you with that. And let's talk about, freedom. let's talk about like, yes, what are some of the things that you love most about being on the side of freedom?
1: On the side of freedom, what I love most is how liberating it is to not judge myself, to not um, worry about what fits and what doesn't. To not compare myself with others, to catch myself, you know, self image. If after all these years, it's going to be a a wobbly practice at times, but to catch myself, there's mornings when I want to weigh. There's mornings when I wish I weighed less, but I can self correct. I can say, all that I know now is that that never served me. That never served me. I can change a thought from a negative one to a positive one, and that'll change my attitude for the whole day. So my freedom lies in, in experiencing the practice in such a deeper way. My freedom lies uh, when I notice moments of joy or when I have an aha moment of what I used to do when I'm thinking in the past when it's in the past i'm like whoa that was cool i used to go and and like a mouse eat everything in the pantry because i hadn't eaten all day and i thought i got to i'm hungry i would think i was hungry i wasn't hungry for as much as i would do and uh, eat you know i used to do that i haven't done that since we started this program yeah maybe a little overeating, maybe some wobbly moments, but my gosh, I'm trying to correct 50 plus years. (laughs) It's okay.
0: And isn't it amazing how 50 plus years can turn around so quickly when you do like something that works?
1: (laughs) Yes. No kidding. Eight weeks, eight weeks. At least I stopped the crisis. Eight weeks. I have the information to work on transformation. I have it. It's all bottled up. I have all that information to refer to. I have wonderful, wonderful human beings to to connect with now that I never would have had before. They know more about me than some of my closest friends. That is so
0: wonderful. And Christine, it's it's so great because we didn't set out to create one of the most amazing communities in the world. (laughs) <laughs> like, we set out to like end eating disorders but it just so happens that wow. like we have an incredible incredible community like it is amazing how often we hear like i have never felt closer to any group of people in my entire life or these people, like you said, know more about me than anyone else in my life. Or, you know, I finally know what it feels like to belong or wow. Like I have, you know, found best friends now. Like I have a place that I can come and be more real than anywhere else in the world. Like, yes. Thank you so much for like contributing in such a beautiful way to that, Christine. Like, yes.
1: And you know what I have to say to you, you are masterful at delivering information when people are ready to receive it. There is a method to your madness <laughs> that is stellar. I I am in awe of uh, how of how it is the information is designed and delivered. I'm in awe. It's it's I I'm I feel so fortunate to have discovered you in my life and 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 all of the the practice. Thank you, Christine. And I received that, and we receive that. And um,
0: it's just it's such a beautiful thing to see you see that and enjoy it. And everything that we do is created for your freedom and based off the data of what actually works. There is it's interesting, like, you know, people really, see about 30% maybe of what is actually getting them free. Like they see the results and they know predictably how to get free. But there is like so much going on in the background and what we do and the way that we format things and the way that we do things that all contributes to your brain being in an environment where it's just really like excited to change. And it's like, Oh, okay. We're not binging anymore. Oh, cool. You know, just like, yes. so yeah, that's really beautiful. So I received that. Thank you. And anything else about
1: freedom that you want to wow. describe or enjoy? I don't, I'm not afraid of a banana. Yeah. I'm not afraid of a bagel. I, there's no morality, the freedom there. Oh my gosh, that I can eat what I've cooked for my family, that I can enjoy a, a well-rounded meal without judgment, without criticism, without beration and shame. And I find that moderation comes with that. I find that because my world of food has opened up, I don't need to shove it in anymore. You know, I don't need to catch up with food anymore. I find that um, I have a more practical approach to, to feeding my body. I'm not afraid of sugar. Sugar is not horrible, you know? And so I feel like, I feel like there's more and more freedom every day, Lydia. Yeah.
0: And I'm so excited for you because I mean, you have had incredible transformation in a short amount of time. And I'm so excited for you to see is this is, this is the gift that keeps on giving, right? So like The things that you're getting to celebrate in another month, in another six months, in another year, like Christine, so, so much fun. And I love it. And I want to clarify a couple of things for those of you who this is really like settling on your heart and like Christine's wonderful journey here is that sometimes like when you haven't been through the process, right? Like this is over 50 years of Christine being in a pattern and breaking out of it, but there is a very specific method and a support in doing that. So sometimes it'll come up of like, well, I can't feel okay about bagels. Well, you know what, Christine, it never worked for Christine to try to willpower herself. It's like, bagels are fine. Like there's a, she has put in the work. She's put in the work and she's shown up coachable. So she's put in the specific tools and principles that she needs to, so that she can feel at peace with food. Another thing that might come up is like, oh, well, I can't be accepting about my weight. I can't be okay with that. I can't stop weighing myself. Well, you know what? If Christine just tried to willpower herself and not doing those things, it wouldn't have worked. She has shown right. up with very specific practice and like really getting into what's going to work to she- So we're talking about the incredible like result in that freedom. But if there's any part of you that's like, oh, well, I couldn't do that. No, that you know what? That's why Christine is here because she couldn't do that either on her own. But now she knows how to do that and she's getting to enjoy that. I just want to like, you know, put a Important principle of truth here is that sometimes we have the thought of like, but I can't be okay with bagels or I can't be okay with my weight because I have to lose weight because I can't eat those things because those things are impossible for me. But I just want you to ask yourself, has the restriction, has the dieting, has that ever worked? The truth is, is that if you feel like you can't accept your weight, and you're trying to manipulate it by restrictive dieting, you will need to accept a heavier and higher weight. That's what we are teaching our bodies to do. We are teaching our bodies to gain weight when we diet restrictively. If you feel like I simply cannot be okay with sugar, sugar is evil and sugar is the devil and sugar is addictive. Bagels are just gonna turn into sugar, so they're evil and addictive too. If you are committed to, to not being okay with bagels, that you've got to be okay with being all right with you know a dozen chocolate chip cookies, something that's like way worse than a banana. Exactly. <laughs> <or> a <bagel. laughs> so it's like look at the reality, right? The reality is is that the only way out is through, and the only way through are the principles mm-hmm. that actually end this at the root level of your desires and what works. And it's probably going to be different than all the things that you have done that haven't worked because those things haven't worked. <laughs> So yeah, so That's wonderful. Right.
1: Well, anybody that that watches this or listens to this, um, the space of that freedom is is worth this journey. Um, I I I don't think I don't know. I'd been chasing. I'd be chasing my tail trying to discover this on my own. This was like um, designed to flow like a river for me. Oops, what happened?
0: You're good, you're back. You're okay. coming for a second.
1: <laughs> this was designed to flow like a river for me without um dams in the river blocking it my path. Um, so that doesn't mean it was easy. That doesn't mean it will be easy. Uh what I love too is the pick your hard, you know, because the, the other way was hard. The other way was hell. So I've found a way to find freedom and accept some of the hard about it, accept th- it's, this isn't like a, an instant pill that the diet industry industry will prescribe for you and say, if you take this pill, if you go to one of our health food stores and buy this bottle of capsules, you're going to be perfect again. You know, this isn't a commercial sales as far as this fix it's me being accountable. I like that responsibility. I'm more involved in my life. I have more control of what I can control and I can let go of what I cannot.
0: Oh, that is so good, Christine. Like, oh man, I love how you you really get it. I love that, that's so beautiful. I don't know that we've touched on that in depth in a freedom story before of just how important it is that involvement in your own life and that accountability and that responsibility and what a joy it is, what a joy it is to be able to be in your strength and know like, Oh, I'm not binging because I showed up. I made a decision for freedom. I did the practice rather than, Oh, I don't feel like eating because I'm broken. I'm out of control. And I took this stimulant pill that is injuring my body and is addictive, but it's completely eliminated my desire for food for the next four hours. Like like that message that we send to ourselves of, we are doing dangerous things because we trust ourselves so little and how joyous and liberating it is to be like, I am enjoying freedom. And I have ended this struggle because I showed up and I did the work and I know how it happened and I did the hard thing. Ah, I'm so glad you brought that up.
1: That's that's good. Yeah. It's huge. It's huge. It it is a huge part of, of the freedom is understanding um, getting to a point where you understand that you have that kind of power to be accountable, not to be afraid of owning it and, and moving on from there. Yes. You know, we're moving on from there. Yes. Isn't it amazing <laughs> to not be in the same little
0: loop for like decades to be like, oh, we can move on? What else do we want to do? Like, yes. what goals do we want to set when it's not the same thing every January 1st, year after year after year? Like, yes. Oh, what, a, what a joy. I love it. Mm. Anything else on your heart that you want to share about being on the side of freedom, about what it's like to be at this point?
1: I just know that um, my journey will continue to lead to more freedom every day. I, I, I know uh, again that I don't have to do it perfectly. Um, I, I like you said. I I think I've noticed that it gives me even freedom in other decisions in my life. It's open. Uh, I can practice the tools in this in this process in other aspects of my life rather than just food and um so i'm looking forward to the the freedom the discovery of freedom every day in, in the little things i always say mm-hmm. the sacred and ordinary are the same thing the sacred mm-hmm. and the ordinary are the same thing and so i that's how i'm going to approach this freedom is understand that there's going to be freedom in the little steps i don't need to uh hurdle over uh all this and 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 get better at it in that way i need to notice the little steps on the way that's how i feel this process has helped me the most
0: that's beautiful beautiful thank you for sharing that and really truly celebrating you just adore you Christine and so much more fun to come it's just like
1: yes yes, yes. the adventure
0: continues so i'm just so so thrilled for you yes. all right as we as we conclude our celebration today of you and your incredible incredible journey is there anything else on your heart that you would like to share or do you feel like we are complete
1: uh i can always tell you how much i appreciate you Lydia and how how uh giving you are of yourself i can't imagine your workload i have to say that um i i i i I send empathy and and strength to you in that i I, um you're a busy little bee (laughs) and um it, it it comes across so i have to just say anybody even thinking about um doing their first interview i just have to say at least get that point done. Because if anything resonates in what I've said, um, at least give yourself that gift. The gift of 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 what Lydia is going to offer you in that interview, at least that. Um, and so I have to say, I, I see you. I see you for all that you are. And I thank you for all that you've given me. And I feel like we'll continue uh, a lifelong friendship. Thank you Lydia.
0: Oh, that feels so wonderful to be seen. Thank you. I I received that and I think this is what it's all about, Christine. Like it's it's incredible just the the lives of the people that are transformed because of this process is a very easy reason to get up in the morning. (laughs) It's like, it's it's just like, that's easy. You know what I mean? It's just like, yes, more
1: Christine's. (laughs)
0: So, (laughs) It's just so fun. I just adore you so, so much. And what Christine was saying is, you know, I would just, you know, wrap up with the same thing of, you know, the interview that she's talking about is our, our breakthrough session. It is, it's a free service that we offer. It is something that We know that every single person struggling deserves a chance to be free and to have that foundation of freedom. And so that would be the first step. You go to lydialifestyle.com slash session. That's lydialifestyle.com slash session. And you can book a free breakthrough session and we will be there with you to see you for who you are, to like support you and your outcome, to we're not there to judge or to convince, like we're just really there doing what we are the absolute expert at, which is getting you that foundation of freedom, which is like if we can help you to close that gap and you can be permanently free of this. We will show you how so you're super clear on next steps how to fix this. Like we're there to support you and respect your decisions for your own life. But I we you know that you're there because you want this problem fixed. So thank you. It's just so beautiful. And I just wanted to stack on that. And Christine, again, congratulations. Just so, so thrilled for you.
1: Thank you so much for this opportunity, Lydia.
0: Yeah. What a joy celebrating you and your incredible journey and excited for it to just keep on blossoming in the beautiful way that I know that it will because of who you are and your incredible practice and just adore you and love having you as part of our community and just so incredibly proud of you. So this is Lydia, the lifestyle coach and Christine signing off. Bye, guys. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. If you felt a spark here and want to see how these principles can work in your own life, here is your next step. Pop over to LydiaLifestyle.com slash session. That's LydiaLifestyle.com slash session